When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2257, 10 Simple Minimalism Guidelines, by Anthony Angaro of BreakTheTwitch.com, and I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, reading you blogs every single day of the year to help you live a more meaningful life. Happy Valentine's Day if you're celebrating. Hope your relationships are nice and healthy. Speaking of, we have Optimal Relationships Daily, if you didn't know that. You might be interested in that one, along with our other shows narrating different topics. To find all of our shows, search for Optimal Living Daily, wherever you get your audio, pretty much. And now we're gonna get right to our Minimalist Monday post as we optimize your life. 10 Simple Minimalism Guidelines by Anthony Angaro of BreakTheTwitch.com. Whether you're new to minimalism or just starting to explore the topic, you've probably seen the white-walled, sparse, and minimalistic photos, and maybe even come across different minimalism guidelines. To many people, minimalism may seem overwhelming or too extreme, but that's simply not true. Based on what's worked best for my wife and me over the past few years of intentional living, I'd like to share some guiding principles on how to think about, approach, and practice minimalism. Here are 10 simple, Minimalism Guidelines. Number one, it doesn't need to cost any money. Minimalism or the pursuit of a more minimal lifestyle does not need to cost you anything. When you see photos of modern, minimalistic Scandinavian furniture, it can be tempting to want the same for your home, but that's the opposite point of minimalism. Embracing minimalism in your life doesn't mean buying new things that have a certain minimalistic aesthetic. The best way to get started is by decluttering the things in your home that are no longer adding value while continuing to use what you already have. Number two, the process is dynamic, not static. Minimalism isn't a one-time project. It may start small, but the impact, benefits, and what it looks like will build over time. While it may feel great to reach a certain point of decluttering that you feel good about, know that it may change over time. What minimalism looks like for you will change as your needs and lifestyle change. Number three, declutter first, organize second. This one's from my friend Joshua Becker over at Becoming Minimalist. Instead of spending more time organizing, save yourself the storage space, energy, and organizing work by getting rid of things first. Start with decluttering and then organize what remains. It's much easier to organize when you have fewer things. Number four, not letting things or the pursuit of things get in the way. One of the main guiding principles of minimalism is not letting the things or the pursuit of things get in the way of doing what truly matters to you. What this means is removing things you don't need and reducing the inflow of new things so you can focus your time and energy on the important stuff. Number five, No magical number of items. There's no number of items to strive for with minimalism. 
Obsessing over whether or not you have more than 100 items is just as bad as impulsively buying more than you need. In both instances, there's an overemphasis on the stuff. Don't worry about the number and view minimalism as a process of continuously letting go what you're ready to declutter. Number six, it's not about swapping experiences for things. There are quite a few studies that say experiences are better than things, but there are other studies that have come out saying that intentional purchases of both experiences and things are what makes you the happiest. It's not about swapping one impulsive behavior for another, it's about intentional choices overall. Number seven, detaching your sense of self-worth from things you own. An unexpected yet important side effect from minimalism is the self-confidence I've gained. As you declutter and consume less, you'll realize that your self-worth doesn't have anything to do with the brand of clothes you wear, what kind of car you drive, or what furniture you have. You'll realize that the things you own don't define you, which will make it easier when you start decluttering more expensive or sentimental items. Number eight, building your decision muscle. Especially if you're just starting out with minimalism, start small at the beginning. Tackle the easy stuff first and save the harder items for later. Use the decluttering process to build your decision muscle. As you make more and more decisions about what you want and don't want in your life, you'll get better at making intentional decisions. Building this muscle is what makes intentional living easier over time. Number nine, it's not about having an easier life. Minimalism isn't about living an easier life. It may be simple, but it's not easy. The purpose behind minimalism is about creating more space for doing more of what matters, learning different things, and tackling bigger challenges. Minimalism is a process of removing distractions so that you can make more meaningful contributions. And number 10, minimizing distractions of all types, including projects. Distractions take shape in all forms. We all know what it's like to have so many projects you don't even know where to start. Minimalism isn't just about the stuff. It can also be the projects, to-do lists, and responsibilities we take on. Minimizing distractions is removing the less essential projects so you have more attention and time to finish the ones that truly matter. By removing the project clutter, you're removing the distractions that prevent you from finishing anything at all. Hopefully, applying minimalism in your life seems more approachable with these simple minimalism guidelines. It's important to remember there is no right or wrong way to apply minimalism in your life. It's simply about removing distractions so that you can do more of what matters. You just listened to the post titled 10 Simple Minimalism Guidelines by Anthony Angaro of BreakTheTwitch.com. And thank you to Anthony. It is always a little funny to me when the knee-jerk reaction to getting into minimalism is to go out and buy new stuff to match the aesthetic that many people think of when they hear the word minimalism. But like Anthony said, it pretty much defeats the point. Minimalism begins with removing distractions, as Anthony said, and that can be physical or otherwise. So I think it's important to remember that it's not necessarily about what's on your walls or especially what color your walls are and so on. So try to keep that in mind for this Minimalist Monday. Have a great start to your week, a happy Valentine's Day, and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life 
awaits.